0: Bush's Board Game
1: Thing! Welcome to another episode of Bush's Board Game Thing, uh, the podcast which is kind of about board games, but it's also about mucking about and friends meeting up and and chatting and stuff like that as well. Hopefully that's a very, very uh, on-point description of what this is all about. Powered by the amazing people at Zatu Games, welcome along to another episode. We have Eloise over there looking very summery.
2: Hello.
1: We have Brian over there looking... Not summary. Not I wear summary. my
2: uniform is the same year round. I wear a t-shirt. I wear a pair of jeans. Wear a pair of trainers. Do you know what I do when those trainers run out? I go into the shop and I go, "Can I get a pair of Adidas Gazelles, please?" And they go, "Certainly." So, what size would you like to try on? And I go, no, "No, no, no, I don't need to try them on. Just give me the size I'm wearing right now, and I'll take them straight out of the shop."
1: Uh, one other thing, I don't think I've ever seen you in shorts. Do you wear shorts? Oh, ever, he Brian? does. Yeah,
2: he's I'd... got a loose fitting khaki. Yeah, I do.
1: I do, but that I. I...
2: Not work. There's professionalism. You know what I
1: mean? Okay, that's fair enough. But
0: your bum's all right hanging out. That's yes,
1: professional. Sure. Apologies fine. in the week, by the way, for what you will have seen on our Instagram feed at BoardGameThink. You, you promised people a photo of your sunburned backside yep. and we delivered. We we
2: we the Adamant covered butt. the, the crack bit, so it's fine.
1: I'm sure Adamant is over the moon with that particular <laughs> uh, mix-up. Uh, so look, this episode uh, is about travelling games. We're going to get to that in just a second, but we do need to... Um, address what's going on imminently after we finish recording this. We're going on our first not first ever team night out, but a proper posh board game thing team night out. Uh, David David Zatu and the D- team Dave
2: Zatu to his friends. He's
1: called Dave Zatu and uh, Amy Amy Zatu uh, from Zatu Games are taking all three of us and lovely Jess, who's like a previous doctor from Doctor Who.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, she, yeah, all... I said
2: they didn't need to do that. I'd rather they spend more per head on us <laughs> than
1: yeah. take Jess. Well, should we they... give Jess a call to see if she can just bear they out? They seem to.
2: Or make sure she just
0: has soft drinks.
1: Yeah. That's no a good point. starters. Okay, so no starters, just soft drinks kids and more table. A... She can sit at a kid's table. Colour <laughs> in, Mr. Man Meal. <laughs> uh, but we're going for a posh, going to a posh restaurant after this. Yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it a posh restaurant?
1: I think, why well, it must because be. Because I'm wearing what I'm wearing right now. Ah, okay. Well, they let me in. I don't know, you might look like the pot wash. Do
2: you know, in the in films in the 80s, they'd always go to a posh restaurant and the people behind the concierge desk, whatever, would lend them a jacket and a tie? Yeah. Maybe they've got that. Do you know what I did? I went to I'm Now, exclusively... Uh, an M&S autograph guy. Oh
1: my <laughs> Have you signed a deal with autograph?
2: Signed a deal with autograph uh, in the sense that I go and buy my clothes from there. But then I found two T-shirts I like. One sort of lilac discolored, right? Right. And the other one like dark, I don't know, blue maybe. I've just bought like five of each.
1: I was going to say, right, because you get certain people in life. I, I think I guess I'm a little bit like it. You know when you settle upon, a, you find an item of clothing that you like. I remember hearing that uh, Simon Cowell bought like 15 pairs of the same set of jeans. Yeah. Because he, he likes them. Are you like that? The boot so cut The boot cut that are frayed around the bottom. <laughs> like, what's going on with his jeans and uh, shoe combo? Are you a bit like that then? You'll buy yeah. a load of the same Absolutely. thing.
0: Absolutely. Do you know Absolutely. what? His summer outfit converts to winter very easily because he also, in the winter, he just adds a long-sleeved shirt that he puts underneath the T-shirt, oil, like a
1: like a uh, like a uh,
0: skater boy from the Noughties,
1: pound shop. Chris Martin, I like to call it. Yeah, him. yeah. It's
2: yes. one thing. I, it's one less thing for me to worry about. Well, I want to. I think now's the time for me to probably um, tell you what I bought from 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 Marks and Spencers today because I was in there today. Right, Do you this, see
1: it? just just to confirm before we see this, this, this is not for the meal this evening, is no, it? No,
2: no. Well, I mean, I can see what happens. You want, okay. but yeah, look at this. Look at this oh, bad boy! Oh my! i to have to take my headphones off.
0: Too. So it looks a little bit like if you were in Australia and you had corks hanging around it. Yeah, yeah it I'm
2: going like to get rid of the. I'm going to get rid of the string at the bottom. It's a big floppy hat, and the reason I've bought it is just right, do it up though. The reason so I have bought it. it is not to wear in public because I mean, look at the state of it.
1: It's a crocodile Dundee hat yeah, with yeah. a bit of string underneath. Oh, it. I love it when it's it. My
2: nap hat. Right. So I'm just going to nap in the garden with it because you need like a hat, like a, like cowboys would like have a nap and they'd put it over their head. Yeah. Like that. That's what I'm going to do. Are
1: you, are you trying to, like, um, repurpose your image as being like a frontiersman now you live in the rural Lincoln countryside? Is that what's well, going on? maybe, but I just want to wear it
2: as a nap hat. I don't want to wear it out and about. I don't what, want to wear what do it. What are you
1: napping, then? What are you napping in?
2: Uh, there's there's a sun lounger in the garden. Oh. There's also a hammock. Either, really.
0: I can't believe you've bought an outfit to wear when you're asleep.
2: <laughs> I'm even thinking of writing. Sleep um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, though? I'm one of those people that you start off wearing Crocs, you don't want to wear them out. Before you know it, you're going to the shops and the crocs. Yeah, you're yeah. The shops and the crocs. I'm thinking that if I wear that hat, it's only a matter of time before I wear it in public. So what I'm going to do is, when I get home, I'm going to write in sharpies, a sharpie on it in big letters, nap hat.
1: Nap hat. Yeah. That's you, just, just don't take it out of the house because then I can't take it out. Or if I do, I mean, maybe I'll still take it out. Of the house. I, like, I can see you throwing a tin of beans and apprehending a mugger in those at distance. A little bit like yeah. Dundee Yeah. Well, there you go. Let's get stuck into this. This episode uh, is all about uh, the games you can play on the move, games that are portable, games that you can play whilst you're on the train, going on a nice train trip uh, to different places. Uh, First question before we get stuck into some of these games, we've done a a transport episode before, so we're not looking looking at games that are about transport. It's more like little portable games that you can stick in your bag, travel games and stuff. Um, When you go on a train... Do you talk to strangers, Eloise? Do you chat to people you don't know?
0: Um, No, unless they need help with something. Because I am one of those people that I can't help but help to the point where I end up going... Five, just one of those guys 10 you know minutes just so much charity. No, but it's annoying in that like if I see someone struggling with their bags I'll be like oh I'm the person to help with that and even if there's like 10 20 people in front of me I'll weave through them to go
2: and help them I'm that saying person. I'm
1: the direct opposite I just won't make eye contact with anybody <laughs> the thought of getting into a conversation with someone on a long train trip just absolutely chills me to the what bone What
2: I find funny on a train is you know the the the, uh, the seats that have the table on them yeah. They're very coveted. They're very coveted. Oh, I don't for like me, them. For me, it's the opposite. I don't yeah. want to go anywhere near them because you might get stuck opposite someone. Then you're looking at them, and whole you have leg wars. Trip. Leg yeah.
1: wars. You also got um. You get these people who try and. We had one train trip, remember, up to because my other half's from like Northumberland, so you go on these big long trips. She loves chatting to people on the train. She used to go oh. on with like a bottle of wine. When she used to go back up home to see her folks, You just pop... want a glass of wine. <laughs> <league. laughs> you no, know, I just have a couple of glasses of wine. So I've got <laughs> a <couple> of travel, <laughs> it's blue none. You going on for work or you've been here for ages, league. Like? <laughs> but she would um. She just, just go on with a bottle of wine just to go and chat to people and make friends on the train. Oh, I uh, love that. Not for me in a million years. But, um, I wouldn't
0: do that,
2: though.
1: <laughs> you get this thing where you get uh people who put the charger in from, like, the next seat. Because, oh, no. you know, on the table you've got the charger? Yeah. That's a wind-up as
2: well. That's a that's a border skirmish as far as I'm concerned. It I is. would plug it out and plug mine in even if I had nothing to charge.
1: Other question. Favourite seat on a bus? Double-decker oh. bus. Where are you sitting?
0: Double-decker bus front, if I can.
1: You mean front is in... The little tiny cocoon flight of the navigator seat behind the driver?
0: Oh, I think you said at the top.
1: Well, at the top. You can go downstairs. I'd go front
0: at the top. And if I was going downstairs, I'd go the one behind the glass that's behind the exit doors. Oh. So you don't go up any stairs, but you're not in the ones that are for less able people or
2: the elderly. So, first choice, top right, pretending to drive the drive bus, bus, obviously. If I can't get that seat, if I'm with my partner...
1: So, incidentally, if you are sitting... Top floor right hand side. Would you try and look down at the port uh the little um per- periscope? Oh, yeah. lot,
2: we used to spit on that when we were at school. Oh. Terrible. I, I, you know, Do they I have periscopes know. now? I don't I don't, I don't I think have, they're have gone. cameras now. Yeah. Um so obviously try and pretend to drive the bus. Yeah. If I'm with my other half, I would lo- I prefer to sit in the seat next to that so you can pretend to the gears. Okay, that's good. So yeah. that yeah. not available But back right, top deck, because I'm a bad boy. Okay. If that's not available <laughs> top deck left because I'm still a bad, still still a bad, bad boy. boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then, uh, if no seats are available on top of the bus, uh, I like to stand by the doors, right? And what I do is... Stand
1: of, by the doors? Yeah, a bit of a baller move, bit
2: of baller move. <laughs> you lean against the bit, you lean against the bit, where the you know the pneumatic doors are, psh, open up, right? Yeah. And everyone's thinking, look at this, look at this Yahoo. Look at him. He's going to get hit by the doors. If the doors are going to take but him out. Always, just lean ever so slightly forward as the doors open and lean back when they close again. And everyone it, thinks you're the coolest
1: man on the bus. It's a little bit like, you know, because every bus driver's got, like, the bus driver's mate. So that's like someone who leans into the corners early, knows the bus driver by name. Yeah. that kind. Of, you know the route, do yeah. you know what I mean? So you know when it's going to happen. The fun and games you can have on your average train or bus, but even better is playing a little board game on the move whilst you're on there. And that's what we've been playing this week. We have been playing uh, in the studio, of course, because, as we'll explain, we can't be doing this on an actual bit of public transport because we've got to wear masks and that. But we've been playing the legendary, amazing all-rounder of a game, Double. And this is what happens. Let's play Double. But obviously we can't We can't be in it. We're not on a train. We're not allowed to be on a train yet because we'd have to have our face masks on. So we're going to get producer Ross to put some uh, travelling sound effects on in the background. W- where, where should we go? Because we can choose anywhere well, from the sound effects let's library. Let's
2: pretend we're on a train. Should we go to Hastings? But it's not a modern train, Ross. This is, this is the key thing, Ross. Wow. It's a steam train and it's very rickety. It's the one that goes...
0: So where does the steam train go to?
1: What about, um? you know, you can go to Devon and you can have like a cream tea on a steam train uh, over... A, <laughs> yeah. like. Is it an aqueduct or a viaduct?
2: Viaduct. Well, if, it's a, if it, a, a viaduct is across a valley, an aqueduct carries water.
1: Definitely the one that's not carrying water.
2: I might even be wrong. Ross, yeah, I like that, Ross. I like what you're doing with that, Ross. I think we can give it a little bit more. Can we have a little bit more, please? More Ross? choo
1: choos. More choo-choos, please, Ross. <laughs> so we're in an old-fashioned carriage, we're all sat opposite each other like the opening ten minutes of a hammer horror movie. Double is a sort of I play this all the time with my kids, I'm sure, Andy. Have you played with your kids? I have indeed. Um
2: have you played with your kids, Eloise? No. Got any kids? No. Thinking about them, maybe? It's not the right time for that, <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. So basically there's a load of cards, they all have symbols on them. We would just start off with one card, it's very, very simple. And then take the deck put it face down flip it over whenever you find a matching item shout it out you get that card whoever has the most you cards you say double double you have to say what it is you oh know. yeah that's you point say apple.
1: apple then double
2: then double. 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 double 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 apple
1: hang on a minute hang on oh, a minute no, no, no. we're going through a tunnel oh. <laughs> and we're out the other side oh. okay right so should we turn it let's do it yeah yeah let's, let's and start and then
0: whoever has the most cards wins
1: yes it's all about reaction time, guys. Okay, so we're just still on our nice train in... Uh, what era are we in? Like, 1940s? I would say... No, I would say the golden era
2: of train travel, which is about 1910, 1920. Fun fact, where I live in Grantham was the... where they broke the uh, train... the fastest of train, the Mallard. Yeah. Just on the bend, just before you get to
1: Grantham. So you describe that as a fun fact? Is it going to follow, or is that was that it? Well, it was quite fun, are okay. Fun. Here we go. C- the... First one, turned over, go.
0: Double chick.
1: What? Double chick. Double chick. Yes, Eloise. two chicks and so she's got two cards now. Right, next one. <laughs> uh, milk. Milk bowl. Okay. Double. Double. Next one. Carrot. Oh. There's just, just no double anymore. Let's just say, let's just say what game. it is. He didn't right,
0: either. <laughs> so what we So what's
1: the double? We do no double. Let's just, right.
0: Why is it called
2: double? I don't know. That's a good it's point. It's a good point. Well, I don't know. It's a great yeah. game if you've got kids as well.
1: Um, right. Turn the next one over. Here we go. Stop sign. Oh. <laughs> Next one. Lips, double.
2: Oh. I'm going to stick with the, saying the item. I'll, say double. Double. I'll say
1: double. Well. Uh, sunshine, double.
0: Oh,
1: oh, double. I'm doing a really bad job of this. You had a good start, Louise. Oh, no. a... oh, hey, hey. I just, you know. I might have looked You're more than you guys as I turned it Web. over. Double. Jeez, you've got to say double.
0: Whip double. Otherwise, oh, oh, give the car back. I thought we'd stop. If
1: the you don't stop. say double, give the car back. Dibble, double. No, don't do that. Uh, double. Cactus, double. I'm going to win this game. I'm going to call it now. I'm going to win this game. It me a bit of a panic attack this. A water no. double. Water double.
0: <laughs> Your voice. You sound like a genuinely worried. Water double.
1: <laughs> <A> water double. <laughs> stop saying water double. <laughs> I can't I can't stop. Ice Pencil double. Oh, I'm losing again. I'm losing. I was on a streak.
0: You're killing. Ice thingy.
1: You've got a problem with ice.
2: <laughs> Does that have ice on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no ice on there! There is! Oh, yeah, so that's... Oh, well, challenge. You, you rather confusing the, me, there's the there's there's an ice cube and an ice, like, snow... I'm gonna say that from now on, can we call that snowflake? Okay, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> we didn't know there was a
1: ice cube. Baby's bottle double. <laughs> stop, stop saying
2: it. <laughs> Cactus lightning bolt! Double. double. Stop
1: that, how did you get that? You were cheating. I turned it over! It's it's I did really turn it over facing me, but I didn't mean to. Lightning bolt! Oh, you are all over the lightning bolts. <laughs> Say double, please. Double. Go. I've got the ips. <laughs> Go on. Uh, question mark, double. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt, oh, double. No. No. one. Stop with the lightning
0: bolts! <laughs> is, you well, can't I just do be? lightning bolts. No more lightning bolts. I can, I mean, hand, face, man, double.
1: Double man, double. Oh. Can we just... Uh, double, double.
2: I want to get the cannon right. Double, double. Double, double, double. Double, double. It was fella. Doggy double. What? Doggy what? double. There's a doggy. Doggy double. Doggy double. Sounds like a special interest website. Uh, Swedish furniture shop. Uh, uh, double. Fire double. Eloise, don't think of uh, clouds. Dinosaur double. Oh, I'm uh, on a streak. I'm on an oh, absolute streak. This is game.
1: You get on a bit of a roll. It's trying to psych us out. It's trying to psych us out. Go. What's that over there,
2: guys? Oh, yeah,
0: she almost
1: looked. Sun double. Oh, oh, it's almost like perked Eloise up in many ways. Broccoli double. Uh, tree double. <laughs> broccoli? <laughs> bro- broccoli famously looks like trees.
2: Mini cheese.
1: yeah. Uh, oh, oh, dragon double. <laughs>
0: I can't cope
1: with how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cope. Dragon double. Uh, ah. ultimate card.
0: Clever double.
1: Yes. Final card. Dragon double. Alright, oh. oh. final scores. 1, 10, 11,
2: 12, twelve 13, 14, 15, 16. 16. Eloise?
1: Oh, I think oh, she's counting 18. 18.
2: 18. Well done. Well done, Eloise, well for winning. Done. Uh, we're pulling in at the station now. Yeah, well... Oh, what a lovely Good trip. Good Porter! We need Porter. to get on another train, Come Can get our bags?
1: Thoughts on double, then? What are we thinking about that?
0: It's really easy to pick up. So, I love that you no time wasting, straight in. You're on the train, you're playing a game. Also, no words. Andy can't read.
2: So, that's perfect for him.
1: It's good for me. It's like just symbols and that. I felt you might have hustled us a little bit, Eloise. You'll be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then, one by about five or yeah. six cards.
2: <laughs> What I love about Dobble is it's a it's a classic. Me and Andy are probably more familiar with it because um, we've got kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to make a point here, by the way. I'm not trying to say you haven't got kids and you're childless. <laughs> what so do you keep like... going on about? I, it, I don't Because I, I said it. In the yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if you ever have kids, Eloise, which you may or may not want to do, and it's none of my it's business. My choice. Yeah, it's your choice. choice. Stop your trying choice. to make her have kids. Young yeah. kids can play it with adults, and it's still exciting. Yeah. I used to get regularly caned by my kids.
1: I don't. I think it's a great game. But I, the only bit I don't like about it, it gives you that same feeling as, you know sometimes when you've got up and you're having a night terror and mm. you don't know where you are and you're in your underpants and you're like shadowboxing at the end of the bed going, oh my God, I've got to go to work. Someone's downstairs. What's going on? Because uh, that, that panic when you're trying to think of the word to say because it's yeah. the same symbol on top of the deck. That almost, yeah. I feel almost getting nervous talking about I struggled with
0: ice a little bit. There was lots. Yeah, of, what was like, your problem with ice? I couldn't. Yeah, because it was a snowflake, but oh, I, yeah. it was icy thing. <laughs> icy thing, snowflake. But you, you were too distracting for me. Like I definitely would have been better. But you, the way you were doing it,
1: <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> I can't help myself. There's it some...
0: was absolutely killing me. Do you
1: know what the way to say? If you're going to play double, um say it out loud like Gary Newman sings.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Here Show in my us. car,
1: safest <laughs> of all. But the good thing is about Double, it comes in a little tiny tin and it's cheapest chips since it's on Zatu's website right now, isn't it, bro? £8.49. Uh, there's some other amazing games um, which you can have a little look out for on, I think they're on Zatu's website right now. Uh, Muffin Time, we've talked about that before. That's a great little portable game. Bandida, which is the follow on to Bandido, uh, which is about you trying to stop a jailbreak. Is there's, there a Bandidist? There must be. I'm sure that's going to be on uh, part three. Have you ever played Bananagrams before, either of you guys? No. no. Little pencil case zip banana. Loads of little tiny words. It's like uh, letters. It's like they've taken Scrabble, smashed it about. You chuck it onto the table and you've got to make <laughs> words really quick. Put it in a banana. Put it in a banana. As simple as that. Uh, code names, Pictures is another good oh, one. I love like Codenames. Code
2: names. Love it. Play it with the kids all the time. They've
1: got a pictures version of it. It was really good. And then finally, the Tiny Epic series. So they've done Tiny Epic Zombies, Tiny Epic Pirates, Tiny, uh, tiny Epic uh, Dungeon and all that kind of thing. Uh, so they're all available uh, to buy on uh, Zatu's website right now. Do you like miniaturization of stuff?
0: Yeah, I love a little mini Connect 4.
1: Yeah, a little mini... There's something cute and amazing. you played mini Battleships? What, no, a little tiny plastic... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I
2: love it, but you're, you're, my finger... I've, no offense, I've got fingers like carrots and sausages, so it's hard for me to play it, but it is, I, lo- I love playing Battleships.
1: It's all this sleeping in the garden, I think you're actually turning into like, wildlife. <laughs> so I asked on our Instagram... Uh, I hope you don't mind me asking this on your behalf, because I I, I trust the view of our uh, board game thing listeners. Uh, Are we, the three of us, too thick to understand how to play Twilight Imperium? I've never played it, especially one of the most complicated board games of all time. I just want them to be honest. Steve Godfrey77 said... If I can grasp it, then anyone can. There's a great rules video that he can send us the link to if possible. I would like us to play an all-dayer sci-fi at some point. And then Matt says: set expectations. Your first two games are just rule learning. After that, you can actually play it for real. Hang on. So you need to play two days worth of. Two days. Oh
2: my God. (laughs) Maybe we'll like book,
1: you know, uh, a holiday in for a week or something like that and play it. If you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you on anything. Anything that we've been talking about on the podcast, just drop us a little message at BoardGameThing. It's time for Brian's Board Game Fact. Here we go.
2: Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Right. You guys ready? <laughs> I'm ready for yeah. this. This is exciting. Are you excited? Because I feel like the last couple of weeks, Elo- Eloise has been negging on this feature.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of negging there, wasn't there? The other one.
2: Right, I'll be honest up front, right? So, this week it's about um, uh, commuting, travelling, yeah. travelling games. So, I've got a fact about planes, got a fact about trains, trains. got a fact about automobiles. How's yes. about that? That sounds right? good. That sounds good. First two, they're all right. Oh. Last one is... So, fact about planes, right? When you build a new plane, right, you have to make sure the windscreen is tough enough to withstand a bird strike...
1: Right. So if you're taking well, off if they from, decide not to work. from
2: JFK, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean they've been unionised.
1: Well, because we, whenever we've gone on holiday, the uh, French air traffic controller are always striking, so yeah. maybe the birds are. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Okay.
2: So when you're taking off from JFK or whatever, you don't remember the Sully incident where the birds flew, the geese yeah. flew into the engines. Oh, yeah. You don't want that thing where a goose or a or a seagull or a sparrow or a crow, or I'm going to name all the birds,
1: yeah, or oh, a hummingbird uh, or a nightingale. So what they just bounce off, hits
2: the windscreen and comes through, and like the de- the goose is like you know flapping. Oh, its be awful! Going, oh. It's like an alien, yeah, exactly. And that stuck to your face, and then you get sucked out, and then the plane goes. Don't want none of that. Do yeah, you? no, no. So they've got to make sure. How do they do it? They've got to do it the most realistic way as possible they, in front of they it. have a dead chicken gun.
1: <laughs> what? They've got a dead chicken No, they gun. haven't got they a They do. They
2: fire a dead chicken from like a cannon at, at the windscreen. Sorry, Whoa. we're going to have to
1: interject here. This is absolutely ridiculous. So
2: at Boeing or whatever, or no, Airbus, there's someone whose job it is to fire dead chickens <laughs> into... Because obviously be. they <laughs> can't fire live chickens
1: because that would be cruel. That'd be terrible. That'd be cruel. And essentially... Imagine if say, that came out in the papers.
2: Essentially <laughs> the same thing. Chicken fire gun. dead chickens... See? Don't just... Google yeah.
0: dead yeah see thank the you the chicken
1: cannon it's called yeah chicken this... <laughs> man the chicken cannon imagine <laughs> that imagine your job would you I mean if you would, if that was your job would you make it up and say oh, actually no I just work in logistics at the airport wow. And what, what do you really do though John well you're not going to believe this actually fire <laughs> dead chickens at the uh, windscreens on Boeing 747 so there you go that's the that's the fact about planes I like that one that's the fact so about so planes that
0: one is your ear one well no it's only going to get better you're,
2: yeah you're building it up right right uh, this one's weird, right? Trains, trains, Good trains. Point. So trains, when they first brought trains in around about the eighteen fifteen mark or something like that, yeah. right? When they became commercially viable, they wanted a way to market them, right? Yeah. And this is where it gets weird. You know J- what, James Watt, the guy who invented the the term for how much electricity there is, wattage. Yeah. Oh, right. He yeah. was involved in all that, and he said, "Look, w- what do people know? They know horses, right? Yeah. So let's do horsepower." Right. Yeah. So he said this train has got three horsepower, four horsepower, whatever. He did some calculations to work out how much power a horse has.
1: How did he do that, though?
2: I don't know. And what if the horse was like a weakling? Yeah, I've never it was like a really just understood horse. that. Well, this, is good, uh, this is interesting, right? Everything you know is a lie because he just basically made it up.
1: So the, the concept, the, the, of the quantity horse power, of horsepower is just, just made up, relative term, isn't it?
2: Yes, they've just made it up. I mean, nowadays you would say X amount of horsepower, but that's a specific. I wonder
1: thing. if, though, in those early trains that would have gone through the wild west where yeah. horses roam wild, yeah, there's a chance a horse could have gone into the windscreen. And ta- they would have fired a horse, at horse the... cannon,
2: yeah, anyway. You ready for the last fight? This is mm-hmm. the best we've one. We've had planes, that's we've
1: right. had trains, now, it's automobiles. automobiles,
2: and one of, uh, automobile that is public transport is what the bus. bus. The bus, uh-huh.
0: you didn't even let us answer that. You just what said did it. the bus.
1: Just carry can you, on, ignore. Do you have a chat with her? Just please? carry on and ignore her. Can you
2: have a chat. With, it's like... I'm not.
1: I feel like I'm driving on a holiday. Oh. You two are in the back, and I, I'm, I'm going to have to pull I over. I feel like a I'm being heckled. You are being heckled a little bit. It'll toughen you up a bit. You'll
2: probably know this. What is bus short for? Bus. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> omnibus.
0: Oh yeah, I did know that. Actually, omnibus. I went to the London Transport yeah. Museum. I didn't know that.
2: One. Yeah, it was named after. It's called omnibus because the person that invented the bus also invented... The EastEnders put, thing on EastEnders, Sunday. EastEnders, five episodes of EastEnders in a row. <laughs> is that why it's called... No, so when I was a kid growing up, I thought, oh, Omnibus, Latin, learned a bit of Latin at school, Omni means all. So it's the bus for all. I thought it's like a vehicle for everybody. That's not what it is. No. The real story is even wilder. It's called the Omnibus because the first ever bus service stopped outside a hat shop in Nonce. Nantes. Nantes, <laughs> Nantes, N-A-N-T-E-S. I thought
1: it'd be weird if they're p- picking them up.
2: Yeah, and... <laughs> the The owner of the shop was called Monsieur Om, Omnus or whatever. <laughs> no way. Wait, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. No way. And he had a funny. You know how you have a a, a barber's called Edward Scissorhands?
1: right? Oh, like um, yeah, the yeah. airport in Swansea. I remember
2: exactly, exactly. Yeah. He. It was a version of those. Yeah. And it was called Omnus Omnibus, which means hats for all. But he was called Monsieur All, if that makes sense.
1: Hats for all. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, yeah I see. So, yeah, yeah. So
2: blah blah blah. Uh, so then. They because the bus stopped there. That's what people used to call it. I'm getting on the omnibus because that's the shop you stopped in front. Of.
1: So why why is it called an EastEnders omnibus?
2: Because it's everyone it... packed into one bit. So um, EastEnders omnibus took it from the bus.
1: <laughs> yeah, got it. So that bloke's hat yeah. shop is in some way related to having two or three episodes of EastEnders back to back on a Sunday.
2: Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought that? that EastEnders on a Sunday afternoon, where they do five episodes in a row and they take out the credits, they just all go into one another, is because of a guy that lived in Nantes in 1823 that sold hats for a living.
1: I know, and he's the equivalent of, like, if you've got a hair place down your road that's called Curl Up and Die, D-Y-E, yep. it's the same kind of th- same kind of gag.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to say, guys, I'm officially back, yeah?
1: You are back, yeah, I, I, I feel like you're, you're back. back. Yeah? yeah, thank you, thank you. Well done.
0: <sighs> Did do well there.
1: So, Brian, that's your little feature that you've just done there, which which is great, uh, and I feel like Eloise has behaved herself during what you've done. Are you yep. going to behave yourself when Eloise... No, now- not at
0: all. Last week, you asked me to... Um, to find out about the suave-looking gentleman on the front of Mastermind. It is the feature where I create a backstory for a famous character from a known and loved board game.
1: So, this is a bit like fan fiction. I was reading an episode, yes. a, a magazine called Ooh. Weird Walks, which I would definitely recommend to anyone who's into kind of weird stuff. And it was talking about sorry. a lot... Sorry? Sorry? It's called Weird Walks.
2: Yeah, and you recommend it if you're into weird stuff. Well,
1: like weird, like weird stuff, like unusual... Uh, curiosities. So, well, it, For example... Like it was, foot stuff. It, it was talking about the Summer Solstice and um, Glastonbury Festival and stuff like that and weird mm. you know, occult-y things. And it was talking about a famous lost episode of Doctor Who, which they've been unable to find called The Demons. Uh, and a load of uh, Doctor Who fans have gone and made their own episode and put it on the internet. So this is a little bit like you doing right. fan fiction got for it, it. the two-dimensional characters that sometimes you get in a board game.
0: Yeah, except this time I was going to do fan fiction... But the story is quite interesting about the real person. So, uh, uh, yeah, I've gone. What is it? I've gone real. So, you asked me last week if uh, oh, yes. I could find out about the suave gentleman on the front of the Mastermind um, cover. Which, by the way, it turns out after doing this research, I realised. Do you remember I was asking you about the coloured peg things? Yeah, that is Mastermind.
1: So, because I've never played the game, I remember it being around when I was a kid. But it's I just really remember... good. I remember the actual what the actual game was about. It's like
0: look, code breaking.
1: Is it? Yeah. But I just remember the photo was old fella with what appeared to be lo- a lady who looked like his nurse. Yes. Behind him on but the she was or, a very, lover. She, or lover. Or yeah, lover.
0: She was in a very classy dress. Anyway, so <clears throat> like you, Brian, many have spent a lot of time staring in fascination at the cover of Mastermind wondering who that sophisticated couple Let are. me just
2: tell you now, I'm guaranteeing arms dealer, right? International smuggler.
0: Well, some husband and wife, that's been said. The husband and wife? Lots of people have suggested evil genius scientists and loyal henchwoman. And lots of people pondered how did this colour-based peg logic fit into their nights of sweet intellectual torture? That's what I've...
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is is almost romantic. This is is like fan fiction. Well, to me it
0: looks like, hello, I'm a wealthy man, come and play my... Game of putting multicolored pegs in holes, <laughs> like it's, Pe- pegging.
2: Yes, yeah, I mean? pastime. We're, we're not doing pegging worlds. on this.
0: Anyways, show. let me introduce you to Bill Woodward, and he's the owner of a chain of hairdressing salons called House of LaCroix in uh, Leicestershire.
1: A bus doesn't pull up out the front of it every day, does it? At the same time,
0: <laughs> no, but he was known locally as Mister Teesy Weezy. <laughs> So the game could have
2: been called Mr. Teesy.
0: So this is a real story. This is a real story. So I was going to do fan fiction, but the real story is is kind of weird. So thought I would. So the guy in the
1: seat was known as Mr. Teesy Weezy. Mr.
0: Teesy Weezy. (laughs) Um, And later he changed his own nickname to Mr. Mastermind, and he even claimed that um, he changed his passport. To that title as well.
1: Is, it, is this after the game had been created or was after he after the he... game
0: had been created? Wow, so he really kind of got me into character. So, how came
2: to be Mr. Mastermind?
0: So, basically, a male model didn't turn up to the booking, and Mr. <laughs> Teasy Weezy was very famous in the local vicinity. and They said, Oh, you should get you should Mr. get T-Z- hit, T-Z-Weezy. Mr. Teazy Weezy. So, hang on. In. So,
2: they've booked a male model, yeah, six foot two or whatever, it's a bit like James Bond or somebody, maybe, and they're like, Oh, he's not turned up. Should we get the boat that runs the hair salon down the road? Yeah. What's the well because Can you explain the logic of how that works? I think it
0: was because he was a businessman. He was he was known as you know, being suave. He had lots of uh, fingers in pies. Pegs in boards. So that's no. just a
1: scurrilous rumor. I mean, and you know, <laughs> and is. he looks—he looks like Captain Birdseye's kind of cooler, more successful older brother. Yep, Where okay. does the lady come from? So the lady, the
0: she is Hong Kong-born Cecilia Fung, and at the time she was studying for a computer science degree in Leicester University, and she was plucked from the street whilst out shopping, and she described herself as an impoverished student. Wow. Um, later she went on to trump Mr. Mastermind, as Mr. Teezy Weezy is now called, because she actually married someone called Masters, so she became Cecilia Masters. Um, It's like
1: destiny, isn't it?
0: But do you know what as well? On the cover... So we don't see the hairdresser and we don't see the impoverished student and you don't see the woman that's crouching behind Cecilia holding her too large dress in place, which actually happened. Oh, and right. also you don't see Bill Woodward's trousers, um, which have catwee on them because previously, before they took the photo, they tried to get him posing with a cat. Are
1: oh, they're and going it, proper blow yeah, and, and it, weed it. on they, him. They are going for the whole Blofeld yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, villain
0: yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, And uh, instead, (laughs) somehow you manage to see the demure and mysterious international power elite couple reflected twice in the world's shiniest table.
1: That is amazing because didn't they meet up not that long ago to to redo the photo?
0: Yeah, they did. Um, And this is like, that happened a little bit later, but this is a little bit sad because whilst Bill was enjoying global fame, he was appearing everywhere, worldwide tours, the same didn't happen for Cecilia. She watched as Bill became
2: famous, and she later well, hang on found a out who's booking a guide to do a PA, personal appearance. He was from, like, a, from a board game. It's like, oh, and down at o, RG1's in Re- Leicester, make some noise. Make some noise. He's got a personal appearance by the bloke from the Mastermind know. board
1: games. I In pair git, pair, pair git, git. And little pair did git. they know,
2: he
0: had like wee on him throughout the whole time. Wee
1: the whole time. So she but didn't get any of the, the she good didn't get life. any. Didn't get to test and the that's good good
0: because life. she found out later that her housemate was intercepting her post and burning all the letters and invitations out of what? jealousy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, that's a whole side game.
0: (laughs) So, Cecilia now operates several uh, holiday cottages in East Sussex. We should go. And she often wonders what her life would have been like as an international jet setter. Uh, Bill has now sadly passed away, um, but not before they recreated the image. Um, But Mastermind, as of this year, is 50 years old. And now, on the front cover, it's just a picture of the game. No aspirations of the chic lifestyle.
1: We need to play it. Can yeah. you still get it? Can you, yeah, can you, you get can. a modern version? You can
0: still get it. Yeah. Like, as in, yeah.
1: do you have to go and find a retro one, or no, can you no, get a no. You thing? can
0: get a new one because yeah, it's it's uh, just celebrated its 50th anniversary, and they've got it with just a picture of the game on the front. Um, so yeah, no aspirations of your chic lifestyle from uh, Bill and Cecilia. No invitation to play about powerful global elite game, and there's no Mister Teasy Weezy.
1: What a lovely story! It's tinged with with opportunity sadness. and sadness yeah. and. Uh, the, the weird diverging lives, the pair of them captured in that you know, that one moment where fate threw them together, what an amazing thing. Um, we need to play Mastermind.
2: I, I'm going to give you 7 out of 10 for oh, that. I, Do didn't you know want, I don't want your grades. No, just because you sort of cheated a bit by doing the real story, which sometimes is stranger than fiction, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but would you? What well, I don't think I could have made up anything better than the cat wee, yeah. the intercepting yeah, um, no, of housemate. Um, Mr. teasy Weezy,
2: I never would have said that. If you at home, you, yeah, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking to you, you. Hey, just listen Don't, up, don't mate. threaten the audience. Do don't not threaten the audience. Sorry. If you've got a suggestion, uh, podcast at zatu.co.uk for 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 Eloise to do a uh, backstory. Can I put a request in for next week's one?
0: You already had a request. That was yours. All what right. were
2: you well, going to Andy, request? Andy's going to give me his. What's turn. my request? I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Go on. Then. It's the uh, the guy from the front of the operation. Operation. Oh, okay. I want to know what led him to that point. What life choices did he make? Why sure. is
1: he on the, why is he on the operating table? Yeah. Okay, okay,
0: okay, yeah.
1: Watch out for that next Consider week. Consider it done. In board game thing, uh very quickly it's time for the pitch where you guys get to pitch to us your idea for a board game which could be the next big hit. This is from Paul.
2: Hi Board Game Thing, my name's Paul, I'm from Brixham in Devon and my idea for a board game is one called Vice where you go around a board and you turn over cards and you pick up certain vices along the way like drinking or gambling and you roll a dice and you have to turn over other cards that determine what the consequences will be and the basic idea is you have to survive for as long as possible without the consequences ruining you
1: financially or otherwise. Do you know what? I, I grew up in Brixham where Paul said he's from there in Devon and in the summer it's great fun and you can go and be on the beach and all that kind of thing but then again in, in the darkness of the winter as anyone knows if you've grown up in a seaside town things can get a bit bleak I'd say that game sounds like just day-to-day living in Brixham <laughs> what My stag
2: do was at a in uh, uh, Brighton in the depths of winter It's the, wor- it's the worst depressing. thing in the world isn't it? Pretty depressing
1: Paul, well done, mate. You've just won yourself, despite that, you've just won yourself a Zatu Dice Trace. You can wow your friends at your next games night. Uh, Thanks for listening this week. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, if there's uh, a backstory that you would like Eloise to develop for a board game character of your choice, all you've got to do is drop us a little message on Instagram, at BoardGameThing, or... An email, go old school, like Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote. Podcast at Zatu.co.uk. We're off for our team night out this evening. Keep an eye out uh, on our social media for some photos of Brian, I don't know, being face down in uh... i wear the
2: hat? I'm going to wear the hat. Wear the hat. He's going to be wear in a the, fountain. I'm going to wear the
1: hat. Pulled out of a fountain by the police or something like that. <laughs> Check out Zatu's website. All the games we've been talking about today uh, are on there as well, so you can lord it up next time you're allowed in spitting distance of someone else on a train. Uh, we'll <laughs> see you on the next one.